but you also have not had sunburn on your butt. Red Raiders. Hello, Thread Raiders. 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 Today we have special guest. That's you. That's me. That's you. I, well, you said special. I wasn't sure. You are so special. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I am the disruptive DM, but I'm also known as Rich. You didn't do so well to the disrupting part. No. Do you want me to try again? <laughs> you want me to disrupt something? <laughs> yes. Yes, Go I ahead. do. Do it again. All right, chat. You can. You okay, can so anyway, what I was going to say? What? what? <laughs> See? Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> we have successfully disrupted. Yes. yes. I'm good. And my co host today is Chet or DM Lou Thomas. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are super excited to get to know. Don, do you prefer Rich or do you want me to call you Legendary Realms or the Man of the Weekly Word? You can call Morgan's me Rich. Left Richard. Hand. Yeah. Richard. Yeah. Okay. Very Fine. cool. So we met a long time ago, like forever ago. It seems like it forever has to ago. be at least maybe a year and a half, two years. Um, no. Like I feel like we've known each other that long. It feels like that, but it is not. It feels like forever. It, it's definitely been forever. But we but, met for the first time at Gen Con, and that was a lot of fun. Yes, we did. And that mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Yes. But, um, I will say that that is the first time I've actually gotten a chance to do something at Gen Con. What did you not do last time? I only work. Oh, where did you work? Well, because I always because we always have the booth for Legendary Realms. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell us more about that for the <laughs> listeners who are not familiar with what that means. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> one of I am one of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> I am. I am one of the owners for Legendary Realms Terrain. We make 3D resin terrain for Dungeons and Dragons. And um, so we've been going to Gen Con for about eight years as vendors. That's a uh, long time. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. time, the first, we went to Gen Con the first time uh, running games on our terrain for a friend of ours who just put it at an RPG. And he was invited to be a speaker there. So he invited us to run games on his RP on his game system. Okay. And then we saw it and we said, you know what? We could make money here. So we came back the next year and we've been there ever since. So... I, I've actually, so before we met, um, cause I mean, well, we met on here obviously, but then we also like met in person at this year's Gen Con. But I was like, I was, you guys have been at Gen Con almost like every year. Cause I, I've been going to Gen Con now for more than a decade and so yes. but like for like the lifetime of my gen con going experience uh, you guys have been uh been there as as uh uh retailer you know yeah. Um, yeah and i was just like this is this is weird now to see the face behind uh behind all the you know the mastermind really yeah I, <laughs> you know uh with me and uh my sister she hates when i call her that <laughs> <laughs> business partner yeah my business partner (laughs) in quotes really have been uh have have really pulled a lot of together and uh gen con's a lot of fun for us Mm -hmm. um it it became fun when we when we realized we need to have fun but it's a lot of work yeah Yeah. we don't get a chance to do a lot of things and then they go off and they do things at night and i never did i always went back to the hotel and um drank yeah because you, you met me and it was all over. It was down from there. <laughs> but it is tough to balance that at Gen Con because there's so many amazing opportunities to connect with people on a business level. But at the same yeah. time, your friends are there and, and you do want to have a good time. It is, yeah. It's very difficult, especially I know for me, it's, it's difficult. It, right. And, and, you know, it's, it's tough to, to meet up with all my vendor friends also. Yeah. But, um, you have you know, to, you kind of compartmentalize. You're like, these are the, the crafter friends that I need to run into. Right. And you hit about, you know, half the people you intend to. Um, and, you know, these are the vendor folks. I have to make a point to go see, you know, the guys that I'm going to be working with on this project or whatever. Right. Um, uh, yeah. It, it, and then for me this year, it was like, oh, am I, you know, I'm going to spend a whole day with my kids. That didn't work out great. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was busy. I was, I was busy and working like for three days straight. 
Or where'd you and work? then I was going to take a vacation day at Gen Con, and no, I was dead. I was so works. beat. <laughs> and then I had to cart around two kids that were like, uh, uh, let us go. <laughs> we just want to run around and cuddle all the people. <laughs> well, I, I will admit, I, I, you know, because you don't like to admit these types of things, but you did save me from a Sunday of not being able to do anything. I think the last two Gen Cons before this past one, I've woken up Sunday so hungover. No. That I couldn't even work my shift in the booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday's <laughs> rough. I can never make anything on Sunday no. at all. I showed up at the booth one day. I finally turned to the person who was working me. I was like, you got this? He's like, I got this. I was like, good, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so if I brought $500 and I went all up in your booth, what is it that we can get? Why should people come to Legendary Realms? Because you can get a whole hell of a lot of painted terrain. We do mostly accessories. Uh, mm-hmm. We do sell regular terrain, but we acknowledge and we know the guys from and are friends with um, Dwarven Forge. Okay. So, you know, we, we don't take anything. We know their quality. Mm-hmm. We make the accessories that work with their terrain. And oh. uh, it's all hand-painted. Mm-hmm. And we, it's, it's cheap. It's relatively cheap. Every piece is under 10 bucks. Sets nice. are more than $10, but everything else is under $10. Mm-hmm. Except for our boats. Those are those are big pieces. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I take more time to put they, together. They do take a lot more resin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're in the and process of reinventing the terrain company. Um, I recently, uh, we recently closed the old terrain company and are reforming under a new business with new partners. Very nice. But we can't, I can't really, I can't talk too much about it until everything is down on paper, but uh, we are looking we are looking to revitalize uh, that part of the business. I guess that means you have to come back on the podcast. Tell us more mm-hmm. about it. I, we, mm-hmm. we will. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with that at all. <laughs> well, like that's the area that as I'm like a miniature painter and I'm kind of like, I mean, I have my, I have some Dwarven, Dwarven Forge stuff, but I've, I've got, I've got pieces from all over the place. I have, I make some, you know, foam terrain. I make some little pieces, but the, the, the thing I want to spend the least amount of time on, like, or the thing I want to make the least is the little plop down stuff that like, yeah. that makes the scene look like you're in the right place, you know, yeah. and you want to, but like, um, I just remember doing one and I was like, okay, I've got a treasure hoard room. Like I'm going to have, I'm going to sit down and make a bunch of pieces. And I was really gung ho to do it. And then like, uh, four little tiny detailed rugs later, I was like, oh God, let me stop. Please know what's, what do I have left? Oh crap. I still have four tables. And so like, <laughs> you're mm-hmm. just like, nope, right. no, I'm not, not going to do this anymore. I'm done. That's right. Um, so yeah, that, like, like that I was really impressed with the stock you guys had there. And like, that was, I mean, it was day two. And I know that like you guys had already done a lot of business, but you guys still had some really awesome stuff out there. So yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. It's either day one or day three. Mm-hmm. We're either out of everything on day one or day three or four comes around. Day three comes around and we're just, we just get rid of everything. Do you, do you ever feel like you guys just get hit like hard with the, that, uh, that initial VIG like uh, group or is it? No, no, never. No. We, I, we never get hit hard by the pre, by the pre uh, buyers. We get hit hard after, after pre-opening. Yeah because Makes sense. Uh, we get a lot of we get a lot of return customers and repeat customers mm-hmm. and luckily because we've been going there for so long we do get on an, we're usually on an open aisle mm-hmm. that has like a straight path to the doorway so that helps well and you guys had a straight up end cap this time like yeah mm-hmm. yeah we, we we've had Fine an end cap five years, yeah i <laughs> know yeah, yeah it was a it was, i mean it was a, it was a great spot and actually mm-hmm. like you guys were like just like caddy corner to like private ear press i think this year so i mean that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, not at all. No, um, and we just got the we just the notification that our booth was approved and the payment and everything. You know the gazillion dollars it costs for uh, the booth, and then uh, this whole hotel thing. Now, did you guys? Um, I don't know how it works for everybody else, but w- when is hotel selection for everybody else? Did you guys go through it already? No, not no, yet. not just yet. Like end of February or something like if that. If you're not. If you're not getting a block or a small like set of rooms, then you have to wait until end of February to get into the lottery. Yeah. Oh, the okay. Threadators got together and we got an apartment. So oh, okay. that it would be a little bit easier. Um, Airbnbs are super helpful instead of just waiting last minute for the hotels. Because I feel like if you miss out on it, then you're kind of screwed. It, you're stuck with all the expensive stuff. 
mm-hmm. we they did something different with the vendors this year um because for every every 10 foot booth every 10 foot by 10 foot booth you're, you're allowed two hotel rooms mm-hmm. so we're allowed four wow but this year they just they said you can we're only guaranteeing one downtown room so they did it in two phases Mm -hmm. so phase one you can book your one guaranteed and then you can book elsewhere Mm -hmm. so i did that i booked one downtown i booked three by the airport and then phase two occurred on monday and you know, it's a mad dash to try to see if I can change hotels, if I can get downtown yeah, hotels. Mm-hmm. But luckily I did, but they're not all in the same hotel. Yeah. That's weird. So, what are you, you think do? you think they they'd stick with the block like they were like like they've been doing for years? Because I mean, I guess I guess it just depends on what they're doing with their uh their well, partners. Mm-hmm. The the problem with that was Courtney would call me up the day of and it would be a mad dash. And like mm. vendors were complaining they weren't getting any downtown hotels mm. because at 12 o'clock they would turn open the website and people were just hitting refresh. Mm. And it was the first one to book. That's what, that's who'd get the room. Yeah. So it would be this, the, the, the most stressful 10 minutes of our lives every year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's got the credit card? I got in the room. Give me the credit card. So. <laughs> Grab it, grab it. That's what um, my friend Buzz and I do all the time, especially when it comes to Magfest hotels. We're like over. We just love it. We love that convention so much. And yeah. so we just get like everybody's cards out. Like all five of us are like, ah, let's do this. Because <laughs> 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 you're just never gonna know. And no, you know. Time and sometimes websites crash. That's the worst. You know, because you never know if it's gonna come back where you had left off at. Oh yeah. Now, one of the first things we did when I met you is we hung out on the weekly work together. That's right. That yeah. was fun. Tell us how that got started. So the weekly work, we, last year we did a charity event, a 24-hour charity event to kick off Legendary Realms YouTube channel. That's awesome. And um, four, three DMs went, uh, ran games for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then one table rotated dms throughout the night um we raised somewhere our goal was like we would set a low goal because we weren't sure we our goal was something like three hundred dollars and i think we wound up uh, hitting somewhere close to a thousand dollars nice um you know people were able to buy healing but we made up healing potions we provided food uh for the players and everything we ran it out of the store after that Morgan and I said, you know, we can't let this go. We need to follow up with something. Why don't we just do something weekly? Let's just go out and do it. So we went out and we just did the, uh, we just went and did the show. We just called it the weekly word. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was supposed to be about news about legendary realms. And it just evolved from there. One, one. Into eating wings. <laughs> and waxing your friends. Uh-huh. Good yeah. time. Good time. Yes. Ah, the stuff we do for charity. Mm-hmm. Dressing like goth. That's right. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, the channel itself, we got, we got, you know, like a hundred followers or something like that. And then, as you know, this, this fall, uh, Long Island Tabletop, Long Island Retro Gaming and Tabletop is a convention. And my sister uh, helps to run. They just, uh, I pr- made a proposal to them to start up their Twitch channel, and they did. And since Legendary Realms wasn't really supporting their YouTube channel, we decided to move the weekly word over there. Nice. And that's where it's been. Mm-hmm. And how's the channel going? How do you like that new world? It's a whole new platform from YouTube. I actually really like the, I really like the channel. It, mm-hmm. um, it's been a lot more fun with the weekly word to get people talking with people in the chat. The chat's yeah. a lot easier to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. Um, so, Especially when you have a couple of people like playing with it and then also like involving chat. It's like having that yeah. like fourth invisible person. Like you kind of can just be like, hey, and chat says something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, when you run out of stuff to talk about, there's always some either really great or really horrible things in chat you can <laughs> discuss. <laughs> you're you're going to find out on Thursday that we we usually don't run out of things to talk about. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. pontificate. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's right. And when you say we, you mean the lovely Morgan. I absolutely do. Yes, she's, I feel like we have to do a shout out to Morgan. Yes, of course. Morgan! She's not here. No. <laughs> I told her about this. No, I didn't tell her about this at all. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we'll have to well, have her on that. Well, she's going to have to be on my show, right? So That's right. That's, oh, that's, that's right. right. She's looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I can't way, wait. That's really going to be awesome. I'm, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll chat about that this week. <laughs> She actually, she's the one, she's the one who asked me to ask you to uh, come on. Oh yeah, cool. Not that we wouldn't have asked you otherwise, I'm just saying. <laughs> and now, Pop you know. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about who you know. It's all always right. about who you know. All right. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, Chet has a show on Mondays over at the Third Raiders channel for painting miniatures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So more is going to have to come join. Yeah. Just so you know, I often see it because we host Thread Raiders when we're not streaming. Because you're amazing. <laughs> we appreciate all the support that you do. Oh, please. Come on. You've helped and supported me so much. It's great. Of course. It's great. Amazing. It's a lot of fun. I love the cross support. Yeah, I really do too. Yeah. Tell us more about the expo, right? Or is it a convention? Um, the Yes, the Long Island Tabletop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Long Island Tabletop it. It was started as an offshoot of Long Island Retro Gaming. Long Island Retro Gaming was an old video game uh, convention. Mm-hmm. And then they decided they wanted to add a tabletop side. So they grabbed my sister and put her in charge of it. That exploded to a point where she's getting her own convention this year. Nice. April 18th at um, the Cradle of Aviation on mm-hmm. Long Island. She is going to have a one-day event. And she has the entire Cradle, entire cradle of Aviation at her disposal. Nice. I and another DM, I, I'm usually her right hand person. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be running games because I have to help with everything else. Yeah, um, sure. a lot we, going on involved with that. Yeah. We designed an escape room and a live dungeon. Ooh. So, uh, how do I get there exactly? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you? On I'm in Indiana. Way. <laughs> Indiana? Yeah, Indiana, yeah. I'll come get you. That's fine. <laughs> It's um, not, so just swing by. Yeah, I swing by. It's it's a it's a short sixteen hour cool. yeah sixteen hour drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah, just just to get to CA is a, is a twelve hour nonstop. <laughs> and that's and that's a, that's assuming you take uh, the the toll road. So right. Pay, pay like sixty dollars just to go through the middle of Pennsylvania instead of the, the north mm-hmm. of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I came home from Gen Con. And, you know, they were talking about possibly trying to do some sort of live LARP or something like that. But after going through the live dungeon, I was like, are you you're kidding? Right? What? This is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we designed escape rooms. I've done, you know, stuff like that before. Yeah. So we, we designed an escape room and then they said, hey, could we do something else? It's like, yeah, I have a whole bunch of ideas. Mm-hmm. And so we designed a, a live dungeon also. So that's fantastic. Somebody has to build it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just, I honestly, that's the stuff that I like. That's my, that's my stuff right there. Cause I used to do, uh, um, stage design and, uh, all sorts of stuff from high school on, um, because I had, um, great intentions of being a, uh, musician and theater aficionado, um, which never came to fruition. (laughs) (laughs) And now you're in Indiana, so you're no use to me. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, but I mean, like, that's what, when I, when I started making miniature terrain, that was actually one of the things I was like, oh, it's like set building, but really tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love stage crew. That was my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. I was there to all hours of the night, just hanging out with the crew. It was amazing. I really like building Never, stuff. never did any of that. No? No. Mm-hmm. I have always had a bad case of stage fright. Really? Well, that, that's why you build the stuff yeah, and then stage you stay, you can build and then stay mm-hmm. at the very back and help with the lights. <laughs> that's no what props <laughs> on the stage. That's all you do. Well, no, legitimately. So um, <laughs> my, my high school here in Indiana had uh, like nothing like that was up to date. So our stage lighting was literally a circuit breaker. <laughs> <laughs> So when it was like, when it, when it came down to like, okay, we have a scene change. We have to kill all the lights. I had to get six other people and we had to have all of our hands and we had to mark which fingers went where. 
<laughs> and for which scenes so we could be like bam and shut all the lights on <laughs> that's what i did that's nice. what i did for <laughs> a well long done. time well, wow. done, well at least you figured it out Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't somebody sticking a bobby pin in there and saying, "Let's just short it out." Temporarily. Uh-huh, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, it was its own form of choreography. It was just. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. People, people say there's no way that you had stage fright. You get up and talk in front of people all the time. Like, yeah, I, I overcame it. Mm-hmm. Mostly. You've done a lot of stuff over the year. You've tried a lot of new things. I did. I did. I still didn't put on Morgan's Halloween costume she picked out for me, but I bought it. Mm-mm. That's I just never step. put it on. You should wear it to NerdarchyCon. Where is that? Yes, here in PA. It's only 45 minutes away from me. That's kind of far. The weekend nah, of we'll October. <laughs> October. Not like where Chet is. Uh-huh. And there's less Fair tolls. Enough. Well, Fair I mean, enough. but I'm really close to Gen Con, so it's one of those like it's a yeah. simple it's a simple thing to swing when I'm you know mm-hmm. that's why I go to Gen Con. That's why I don't go to PAX. I mean, I did, but oh my did. god, was that a drive? Holy yes, crap. I don't know how you <laughs> did it. Oh wow! Wait, you went to like PAX in West Coast PAX? Uh, but PAX U, I went PAX to PAX Unplugged in yeah. Philadelphia. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Yeah, yep, that's that's how I found out how long it takes me to get to CA. an overnight trip of about 12 hours yeah that was the longest recovery time from a con ever my voice was gone for an entire week and chet you like took you even longer i think to recover a month a month yeah (laughs) like legitimately amazing time and totally worth it but i was dead I was still, I was, I still had like episodes where my voice would go out well, well mm-hmm. into like the holidays. So yep. <laughs> nice. I couldn't podcast. I couldn't stream my job. It was just nothing. <laughs> like, wow. It's great though. Hey, listen, it happens sometimes, right? It does. Mm-hmm. It's really worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So at the expo, mm-hmm. uh, it's LIT Tabletop is the Twitch channel, right? Uh, yes. Okay. LIT Tabletop. So will the convention be streamed? We'll be able to see it. So that's interesting. I think there we are going to be doing, the answer is yes. Okay. The short answer is yes. Mm-hmm. The long answer is I don't know exactly what or where. It may be various things at various points. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we will definitely have, we will definitely have portions of it on our um, Twitch channel. Nice. If I can so get I can a couple of- that's, how, that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> And if I can get a couple of uh, <laughs> laptops, I could probably seamlessly go live from a couple of different points, one over the other. Yeah, I gotta think about that and figure out how I'm gonna do it because I don't know. I, I don't know what other other goodies they have on. You know, they have on Available. the list. I haven't. I'm not. I'm not privy to all the planning. Planning mm-hmm. uh, since I've been focused on my one area. Is but, uh, it primarily just like board games, RPGs, or are there panels and stuff there too? There's board games, RPGs, panels. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what panels. Uh, my rumor has it, uh, John, my friend John, is uh, putting them together. I have no idea what that means. Nice. There's, there's going to be LARP. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they did bring someone in for LARPing. And... Um, there are there is a limited amount of video games that are related to board games that will be set up there. And I think I, I think I think we I think we did a they did a lot of RPGs and I think they went outside the five E realm as much as they could. Call of Cthulhu, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it was two days, I would be running games too. I'd probably running uh, Shadowrun or something non five E. Yeah. So. Well, this is the first year for your sister, right? To be this able to the, run this. This is the first year for, for yeah. it being solo. To so see how I'm going to definitely need you. So running a game would be difficult. Yes, absolutely. We'll be running around like a crazy person. But <laughs> he has it worse. Like so. you normally yeah, do. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a normal con, just yeah. for a very different purpose. Like a crazy person, <laughs> yeah. Not a con. So. <laughs> for her, it'll be worse, you know. Yeah. So. Well, if I manage to make it there, I mean, that is my goal. I will know within the next two weeks or so. I will definitely, you know, record something and take pictures for everybody so you can see and support you guys. That would be awesome. That would be great. And if you need a, a miniature painter, you know who you can fly in. So <laughs> 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 
you know, I think they do a, a miniature painting workshop uh, with mm-hmm. one of the local mini painters. Yeah. I'll stream that for you, Chad. That'd be awesome. Oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, look what we're doing. <laughs> well, if I knew it, there was panels, I would have signed up. I was going to say, if you're doing it, then, yeah. I, then we're, we're going to, hopefully, depending on how time works out, then we will be, uh, we'll be running your channel. So we can... I, I want more and more like miniature content coming out of Twitch because it just it makes so much sense because it's so relatable to what we're it doing is. and mm-hmm. it's fun. We may um, when when we reorg the terrain company, uh, we may do we may stream while we're painting the terrain. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, sh- and showing, I mean, like uh, I, I know, like there's the fact that you guys do painted uh, terrain is is awesome and like um, the there's plenty of people who get like a piece of painted terrain and they're like, they like a part of it or they want to change something. You can always be like, well, this is our process this is what we go through mm-hmm. yeah. so that people can see kind of like how you get to where you're at and then how, how they can, you know, if they if they want to mod it, if they want to add something, you know, there's always, sure. uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the fun part is like, it, uh, what I liked about your guys' stuff is like you could have a bunch of little bits, right? Because you guys have a lot of little bits, which is great. And you can make a scene or, you can have just like a giant bits box and create a bunch of, you know, you reuse stuff over and over and over. So yep. like um, I'm a diorama person. Like I will, I will most definitely at, you know, at some point in the near future be hitting you guys up for some diorama, diorama pieces <laughs> um, because that's like, that's what I do. And then I stick them down and make sure that everything looks perfect. You know, you've got your scene. Um, but uh, that's more, that, that's more of like my, like, what I like. I like to like finish a model and then be like, okay, you're going on a shelf in a pretty box with a pretty scene and a nice little diorama. And then nobody's allowed to touch you ever again. (laughs) We're done. We're going to shrink wrap you. Uh (laughs) But yeah, but it's also great for, for like, you know, just throwing down on the tabletop. So NRFB never removed from box. Yeah. never. I never had a love for miniature painting ever. I despised it. I never wanted to do it. And then Chet came in with such an amazing passion for miniature painting and such <laughs> patience. You mean, you, you must be a fantastic father, Chet, because you're so patient <laughs> with all that I do. And no matter how many happy accidents I have, it's like, it's okay, we can fix that. And so now I really love painting miniatures and I've been on the show. So I really love that. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been like a whole new experience. Now I need terrain. So. See, I, I'm curious about Rich's. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious about your guys' experience because I know I know I talked a lot to your sister because I know she kind of like has a real passion for painting as well. Yeah. Um, and we, I mean, I know we talked a bunch, and actually, she was the one who told me to get in touch with um, Reaper to talk about doing some miniature painting stuff because I know mm-hmm. she's into that. You know, the the uh, paint and take stuff. So yes. Um, she gave me some really cool ideas, um, but I'm curious about your like experience with it because I, I don't really feel like there's, a, there's a lot of mistakes you can make. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's the obvious mistakes like using, um, like the wrong paint, like the wrong type of paint. You know, like using mm-hmm. like base covering your entire miniature in latex. Probably yeah. not a great plan. <laughs> it was the worst. I just that I was that person. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you're not alone, though. You're not the only person. Like, I mean, uh, um, at least like a lot of people go for like the craft paint style, which I, again, I don't hate. I just, I'm one of those people who I like really thin paint, you know, and mm-hmm. I like things to be really specific. Um, but um, I don't, I don't really ever come across as like a thing where I'm like, oh, that was a mistake. Oh, no, I have to strip my whole model. I've never like I may think that now about my like the first two pieces I painted like mm-hmm. I'm like oh god I, I that's not mine that's my son's <laughs> you know or like don't don't look at the the pieces behind the <laughs> curtain <laughs> way to blame it on your kid uh uh-huh, yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so how, what do you think when you guys are when you guys are doing your your uh uh your scenic stuff like what's uh um what is there is there anything you just can't come back from <laughs> No, actually, there's not a lot we can't come back from. Uh, we, we've seen some pretty horrendous. Uh, we, we've tried a couple <laughs> of times to sublet people to mm-hmm. paint, you know, and you give them a bunch of stuff and it comes back and you look at it and you're like, how would you think this would ever pass? <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. Uh-huh. Like, I would, uh-huh. So I'm not I'm not one of the painters. Right. I've never yeah, yeah. been one of the painters. 
I, if forced to it, like I've painted, mm-hmm. but I'm not one of the painters. And I, and I did tell Courtney that I would learn to paint in the new, in the new regime. Uh, I would, <laughs> you know, I would do that. But, um, you know, I look at it and go, oh my God, really? I could do better than that. And in this case, we're talking about barrels. Mm-hmm. We, okay. we handed something like 500 barrels to somebody and it all came back. Now they were all sprayed brown. The only real thing, actually, they're all sprayed black. The only real thing they had to do was dry brush the brown and then do the silver band. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. The silver was everywhere. No. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they just they just use like a size seven brush and they're like, <laughs> bam, <laughs> done. <laughs> like, what did you do? And, uh, so we had to have somebody go in and just repaint all of the barrels. Mm-hmm. Now the bands were done. We just needed to rebrown them. Right. Yeah. So well, and that's the key. Like, I mean, all that person had to do is go back and do you know touch ups. Like, like, right. like you you do the brown first because you know you're going to get the silver everywhere because you always do. It doesn't matter because anything has like a a glitter or a glint to it. You're gonna like go back to the model like the next day, and there's going to be a piece of silver like in a random spot, and it's super shiny like the shiniest little dot you've ever yeah. seen in your life. And you're like, yeah. how did I not? Damn it. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, like you just go back and you, you touch up, you just go back and you hit it again with some Brown, you know, you mm-hmm. go, there's, you just, it's not, it's not unfixable. Um, and it's not like, if you've got the piece right in front of you, it's super easy. Cause right. you know, you keep a palette with your colors, your colors all match. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, and I do have to say, because we're in the manufacturing business, um, I'm not using this as an excuse, yeah. just saying, if you look at uh, piece, mass manufactured pieces that are painted, there are always mistakes. There are mm-hmm. always errors. Always, yeah. um, there's, there's a room for, um, there's a sacrifice of quality for speed and quantity. Mm-hmm. It's not major. We, we actually set out to, to do very minimal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, but, uh, I have definitely, I definitely see the, you know, you could see the difference between what somebody who's painting something for themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's painting something for somebody else. Yeah. That's the big difference. That well, I and you're going to use, um, a higher de facto opacity paint, uh, paint. Mm-hmm. So you're going to use something that is going to stick the first time, not yep. like what I do, which is like, okay, this is going to be a three layer paint job, mm-hmm. you know, um, because that's going to get you, you know, the maximum. But I mean, my, my experience with it as well is like, I'm the guy who goes through coals when it's Christmas time and they've got the guaranteed hand painted, uh, like, like Santa village stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, it was definitely hand painted. And that person must've had a cramp because that looks awful. <laughs> Like that was that was their hour eighteen of painting the same like six lines <laughs> on this barn. Because <laughs> it was they awful. Were not awful. happy doing this painting. It's like, I'll show them painting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> the last time I painted for uh, last time I painted for the terrain company is we had an order of all these wood floors that they needed to go out. They needed to go out that night. And everybody's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I'm sitting there going, well, they got to go out. <laughs> I guess I got to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, luckily, I had watched enough of, of everybody painting. So uh, I quickly I quickly learned uh, dry brushing myself that night, mm-hmm. and I painted it. <laughs> so nice. the order went out. <laughs> Well, and, and like I said, I saw I saw all of the stuff you guys took to Gen Con. It was awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see. I'll know in a few weeks. <laughs> well, that will conclude our interview for today. Oh, thank but God. But we really hope that... <laughs> no, <laughs> hopefully you will want to come back and let us know more about how this convention went. Hopefully I'll be there and I can talk about it too. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I'll Besides, watch it only ever touched on one aspect of my life. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know where to find you, where can they find you? Right on here. Twitter. No, I can see you. Literally they can't here. see you. <laughs> only in meat space. He doesn't exist anywhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> so on Twitch, you can find me on Li Tabletop. 
the LI Tabletop Twitch channel. I'm there every other week. I'm there all week. Mm -hmm. um, too much. A lot. I enjoy it all. And then uh, on Twitter, you can find me. Uh, at, <laughs> I'm the I'm Disruptive DM on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm the Disruptive DM. Because believe it or not, there was a Disruptive DM already. <gasps> audacity and this person had nothing to do with gaming whatsoever i was like really who are you so i followed her <laughs> waiting for them to That's drop great. that handle so you exactly. can get it. just snatch it right up <laughs> so um and then yeah that's pretty much it that's that's where you can find me most of the time now that I got rich to say all of that, so you know the links will be below this podcast episode, so you can click on any of them to find out. Now. I can't see that. They I no, no, I can see them now. I'm saying no I could. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here today. We really do appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank yes. you for inviting me. Anytime. <laughs> I have fun. I will look forward to meet. I will look forward to hanging out again and playing yes. games. Oh, end of this month. Yep. The end of yes. this month. That's some right. Games, for some games happening Flint. for one drop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. You've got me in overnight games again. I'll do it. That's do what it. I do. I collect people. <laughs> <laughs> collect people who will who will make uh, them do good things. <laughs> yeah, do good things really late at night when they really don't know what's happening. <laughs> so much coffee, and I'm buying a brand new bottle of scotch. You guys are in trouble. I'll have the coffee fighting the scotch. Trying to <laughs> and I'm the pilot in the space game. Forget it. <laughs> I'm going to watch all Forget of those it. old movies. I'm going to write down my one-liners. No. And then I'm going to throw Prepared. out the paper. Best player ever. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm looking so forward to it. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Hmm. All right. We'll stay tuned for our gaming segment. We'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Thread Raiders Game Show, brought to you by Pizza. Pizza, mmm, yummy in a box. Thread Raiders Game Show is filmed before a live studio audience, sans live studio audience. And here's your host, Chaotic Anarchy! And now is for the gaming portion of the Thread Raiders podcast. And we have some amazing guests here today. Let's go around and introduce ourselves. Let's start off with Maxine. Hi, I'm a guest. <laughs> well done. I'm a Maxine guest. I guess it's a Maxinical. Oh, I swear. Magical together. In case you're wondering. I I really believe that you just like snort a bunch of pixie sticks and then eat like yeah. a bunch of chocolate before you come on to the stream. Not gonna lie, I was legit about to like lay on the couch and just crash right now. I find that so hard to believe. I find that so hard to believe. <laughs> everybody's like, everybody has candy and stuff. This is good. It's true. I have my cookie. All right. And next person. We have I guess that's me. I'll do it. Hi, I'm Joy. Joy! Fox and, Yay! Yay! and welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> and Bestie. Hi, uh, I'm Jordan. Happy Jordan. to be back again. Ooh. He's becoming a regular on the show. Ooh. Yes. And today we are going to do Would You Rather? And I promise we have much happier ones in here. Still thought-provoking, but much happier. So we will read a would-you-rather question, and everybody will go around and choose one, and then they explain as to why they chose that one. All right. Okay. So the first one. <laughs> All right. We're already would you laughing. I know. <laughs> would you rather count every grain of sand on a beach? Or count every drop of water in a lake. Oh, well, I know that. You can go. You can go first. You want to I, I, I want to count water because it's one. Be what? <laughs> <laughs> because it's one drop. Yes. It's oh. one and I really just want to go swimming. <laughs> okay. I thought you were trying to link in the charity event. I was like, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good segue. <laughs> Speaking of, we are doing a charity event. <laughs> One, One drop, drop for Flint. 
I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you want to go swimming in the water, so that's why you would pick that one. Yes. I mean, you'd have to count every drop before you could swim in it. Mm-hmm. Think about it, though. It's only one drop of water because liquids, they form together. You're not counting the molecules. You're counting the drops. So you think it's just like one big pool? Yeah. Surface <laughs> tension. Is, it's got it. Wow. Okay. All right. You're welcome, world. I counted the water drops for you. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Jordan? What would you choose? Um, I would have to go with, uh, I agree with Maxine, uh, counting the droplets in like a pond or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more so just because, and any of my family members who are listening to this, because I told <laughs> them to totally tune in, um, will understand that every time I go to the beach, I cannot escape the sun. So I burn. <laughs> I'm just picturing, Yeah. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the pond because maybe I'll have a little bit, you know, depending on where the pond is, like maybe there's some more tree coverage. That's true. Cause those are reflective. I feel like it would make it worse. Depending. I mean, but you also have not had sunburn on your butt. So like <laughs> when you're at the beach. So. I mean, I'm not judging if you do. I mean, I've had it happen. It's not a fun story. It really makes, you don't realize. I beg to differ. I think it's a very funny story. (laughs) We'll we'll save it for another podcast. It sounds good. Okay. All right. I'll write it down. Take it. Write it down. I like your decision to deal with sunburn, but. Exactly. Okay. All right. What about you, Joy? I'm going to be in my uh, SPF 75 uh, on the beach. (laughs) There's got to be, what, 12? Sands, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Both> <laughs> but it's like every grain of sand. Yeah, that's a lot oh, yeah. of sand. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lake is smaller than maybe. No, is this like your beach. job? Do you get paid to do this? It doesn't say. No, I don't know. Like, because if that's it the answer, I'm like, changing it to sand because, because you make more money. security. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> counting the grapes. I feel like I've definitely picked water because I find water to be very soothing. So I like like rain. I like the sounds of rain. So hopefully there's like water plopping. (laughs) That would probably be very soothing as opposed to sand. It kind of gets everywhere. It's super annoying. I don't don't think I would want to. It'll be the April shower song from Bambi. (laughs) And if I was going to count it, it would be in the evening so I don't get burnt. (laughs) But... (laughs) Again, I'll tell you one day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. My cookie too quickly. For the next question. Would you rather have every movie spoiled for you before you watch it or not be able to watch a movie until it's been out for a year? Oh, that's I do both of those already. You spoil movies for people? No, my dad does. (laughs) No. (laughs) This question is Maxine. No, like, like we wait. Like, yeah. like we is wait this made by you? Is that what this is? Yeah. Oh, just, I knew it. I knew it. We said Maxine at the top, but I didn't put these two together. Mm. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd rather be- wait. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I pretty much do wait. Yeah. yeah. If you can go a year without getting spoiled, guaranteed, like, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I feel like it depends on what it is too, because mm-hmm. like with Game of Thrones, like I was terrified it was going to be spoiled, so I made sure that I was there every week because I really yeah. didn't want that to be ruined. But like Grey's Anatomy, I'm a huge fan of that, but I usually wait for the whole season to come out on Netflix anyway. Mm-hmm. It takes a while. Mm-hmm. Binge watch the whole thing. Yeah, I did that with Witcher. I agree with you, CA. Um, yeah. Plus, I kind of do that now just because, like, also movies are really expensive, like compared <laughs> to when we were kids. So. I'd rather save that money and do something else versus, mm-hmm. you know, going to see a movie necessarily. Yeah. And Maxine, you said you did that for The Witcher? Yeah. I have now seen it. Yes. Did you like oh, it? Oh, God. I did. Yay. And I'm because I thought it would be like, I waited long enough for it to be like over. And then I can like watch the conclusion. And now I'm like, dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to close it too. Yeah. Um, like, nope. Just- Apparently I think regretting hit. watching it just because I'm like I literally just want to binge the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But 
now I can't. I have to just wait longer. Wait for yeah. the next season. Talking about now. I and now I just want to cosplay everything. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot on TikTok too with like the different makeups of him and everything. Oh, yeah. It looks really oh, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Would you rather know all the secrets of space or know all the secrets of the ocean? Space, man, space. Why would you? I know my space? mind, I know for a fact my mind cannot comprehend all the secrets of space, but sign me up. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind will literally be a universe <laughs> of secrets. But why space specifically? Because that's where all the cool stuff is. Like, I'm in the middle of marathoning a bunch of Star Trek. I'm going to do yes. Star Trek mm. cosplay. That's that's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me all the space. I'll take it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> what are you going to cosplay as? Um, right now, I'm thinking probably Rolaren from Next Generation. Very yes. cool. She's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. I she comes on screen and I'm like, ooh, I like the prickly ones. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Star Wars fan. Uh, so I did a Chewbacca cosplay because they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> like an Ewok and then just like dress them up. Like- mm-hmm. And like walk around. Be great. Mm-hmm. What about you, Georgian? Space or the ocean? Um, I'm definitely an ocean girl. I th- I just find it so interesting. Um, what was it when I went to Epcot a couple of years ago with uh, Rachel and Brett, and um, you know, they were glued to like the space side, and I I loved uh, you know, the aquarium, seeing all the little animals, and mm-hmm. um, when I was younger, I-, I think I told you this, I saw Titanic probably way too soon, um. <laughs> But I just, I love the ocean. So I, I, like, I was convinced when I was younger, I was a mermaid, like, in a, in, like, trapped on land. And I hated it. No. So definitely ocean for me. A merbaby. A selkie. I can see it. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, the ocean salty. Like, yeah, you're still salty. (laughs) (laughs) And there is some weird stuff deep in the ocean. There is some really creepy stuff. There is, yeah. That's why I would pick space. I'm real like scared of what stuff is in the ocean. Like, not gonna lie. See, space is more scary to me. Like, I have such a hard time with this because it's like me as a person, I'm terrified of deep, like the deep water stuff Mm -hmm. in the deep water. But at the same time, like if you know what's there, mm-hmm. like the question is like, have the knowledge of like, it's not going to be as scary. You'll know how to maneuver through the scary parts or avoid them altogether or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and half the time you love what you fear, I kind of feel like, and it, mm-hmm. that, that gives that thrill, that, that excitement. So I'm going to, for the super dumb reason of, I hate picking wedgies and I feel like that's all you <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> I'm gonna ask everyone why did you have me on? This is <laughs> fantastic. This is why. It's just explaining it. I don't wow. have to explain it. You're doing it all on your own. <laughs> I just I don't like mm. confining outfits and suits and stuff like that and like I don't like gloves and I don't like helmets and it's just confiny so I would rather just swim in the ocean where well, even like, that does depend though because parts of the ocean like I know when I go boogie boarding or attempt to surf sometimes um and the water's really really cold you wear the wetsuits and Lily you zip up you're wearing like it literally feels like you're wearing like a space suit and you're mm-hmm. wearing like a cap to make sure because it's really really cold yeah I'm, so I'm going, there is that too going in my head with the 100 percent true fact that if I'm learning about the water for as long as I am I've just grown gills and <laughs> plus most of the astronauts do train in the pools yeah, before they like go I, into space yeah, mm-hmm. I, I figured out by this time how to just survive underwater without the assistance <laughs> like that's a completely different secret to learn 100% a fact that I am banking okay. on <laughs> I'm gonna still live underwater now okay guys okay bye for me like it's 
it, it's just a mental thing, like being under the ocean and being like condensed. Like I feel like all that pressure. And then with really spooky, creepy creatures we don't really know about in this pitch darkness, like that just not, not sound like fun to me. I don't have any desire to do that. At the same time, if you are in space, like you can't go out of your suit, you can mm-hmm. die, but it feels like it could go on forever because it's space, you know, also, like there's unlimited places you go, you know. Also that G-Force, they have this simulator at like Epcot where, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we did the mission to Mars and Brett and I were like, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the first thing we did when we got to the park i was like nope nope has I'll anybody ever scuba dived in here i just realized no? i didn't have my headphones in so i'm, I'm real life afraid else. of the ocean <laughs> would you say joy i'm real life afraid of the ocean Aww. yeah no i have no desire to go there i'm not afraid of it but i just it, i i don't know if it's because i watch a lot of crime shows but i see <laughs> stuff go in the ocean and like when people are like, when not I cry, I want you to put my remains out into the like ocean. I don't want to swim in it. That's not where I want to be. I, no. did, um, I did scuba diving when I was in Costa Rica, um, but that's about it. But I love it. I love what was it like? It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, the pictures don't do it justice. And I think that actually says a lot because um, it's one thing to see it. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different experience. Uh, experience when you're actually going through it and having the different fish swimming around you and you literally I mean there were moments like all of a sudden there'd be like this big shadow and then it would be like a dolphin that's randomly swimming or something mm-hmm. like that um but yeah that's I cool. I want to do it again for sure mm-hmm. I feel well, like at nighttime it makes it worse too for the ocean well that's where when a lot of the the you know big animals are feeding <laughs> i'm just like silently oh my god at your description <laughs> no no we're moving away <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to like mime what they're saying just to give you something to laugh at <laughs> no next question would you rather break out in uncontrollable dance every time someone hums <laughs> i do that anyway <laughs> or never be <laughs> of course you do <laughs> Or never be able to sing again. No, I'm dancing. I will I'm dance. dancing. I don't dancing. dance. I'm also dancing. Yep, dancing. <laughs> wow, that was apparently a very easy one. Dude, have you yeah. seen the last like games that we've done? Where I can't like, exist without singing too. Like, yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I would rather be dancer. It's a I great mean, think outlet. of the like aerobics that you have, just uncontrollable aerobics. I'd be so buff. <laughs> Yes. I would be buff for once in my life. <laughs> no. Would you rather be stranded in the jungle or in the desert? Jungle. Jungle. George. Jungle. I want to swing Ooh. from a vine. By the jungle. If you can. Jungle, you'll probably have some kind of like water source. Desert, <laughs> you're kind of, you know, unless you're cutting open a cactus and have right. that kind of utensil to do that. Without getting hurt, and also you're dealing with that ex- overexposure, yeah, whereas the jungle you'll have yeah. coverage. Mm-hmm. Overexposure is my thing. Yeah, I'm not a fan of heat either. Yeah, and you would you probably find more animals in the jungle too. I'm also mm-hmm. not a fan of like, his company and stuff. You know? Yeah, mm. whole bunches of sand. Not a big <laughs> fan of. Like it's dry sand, which I feel like is a lot better because it doesn't like stick to you but at the same time there's like sandstorms and everything mm-hmm. and as we've already you know agreed I, I would rather be like wet than hot <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like. but at the same time jungles can be very dangerous too yes yeah stuff in there that you don't want to encounter but you can fight those you can learn to fight those off you can't really <clears throat> and you would have again have like coverage yeah. whereas in the desert you're in the open yeah. essentially mm-hmm. that's true the possibility of shelter is important to me. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be Tom Hanks and Castaway trying to have like some kind of base. I Wilson. yes, I will 100% create a Wilson and but I will let you know right now ladies, it will probably be a puppet and I will be using an accent and it will totally look like I'm crazy because I will 100% talk to this. Thing. <laughs> Funny story. My, my ex wouldn't take me to a dance, so I grabbed a puppet, stuck his bow tie on it, and I took my puppet to this dance. <laughs> 100%. I have pictures <laughs> at the photo oh. booth 
of me with this puppet and also the security guard like trying to take the puppet from me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh. I don't know whether to go all or like hug you. If you ever stop TikToking, you should just TikTok your whole life away and you'll be famous in like three days. It'll be like Oprah's Lifetime you- movie or something. I'm and the so girl upset that I missed this. The things nobody asked for, but everyone oh needed to. <laughs> Oh, my I'm so goodness. sad I missed this. I'll send you guys the picture. Like, I'll put I appreciate thing. it. Yes, Here's thank you. They all look very Maybe we'll include it too. in the bottom with all of our links. Exactly. <laughs> Check the links <laughs> below. Away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the name of this podcast episode should revolve around Maxine and a puppet. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just call it Maxine's real life. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all these questions so far is the things that like already have happened. <laughs> Well, hopefully this next one hasn't. <laughs> Would you rather forget who you are every time it rains or never be able to remember why you walked into a room? I already can't remember why I walked into a room. I know. <laughs> yep. I do it all the time too. Holy crap. I mean, <laughs> slightly, I have panic attacks super bad when like that thunder and lightning happens. So forgetting mm-hmm. who I am is actually also a legit thing. Like both of those you're uh, okay what is this four for four these are already my life here (laughs) (laughs) you think about it max and you just you find which one you would rather not have happen yeah (laughs) i would rather remember myself in the rain i love Mm -hmm. the rain and some of my most memorable moments are in the rain so i would never want to forget them or what happened Mm -hmm. Uh, so i would be fine not knowing why i went to a room i agree with joy i do this all the time literally when i go to get ready for something i'm like oh i'll go get a drink and i'll come back with like keys or something and i'm like (laughs) go to the fridge and come back with some random thing and you're like My reason, exactly. I have like six drinks. Mm-hmm. It's like, when did I get all of these drinks? I walk yep. back in. It's like, and I have another one. Oh, I'm going to make some food. I put it in the microwave. <laughs> completely forgot that I cooked it and then just go off. And then <laughs> an hour later, I'm like, damn it, I didn't eat. <laughs> That's <laughs> my life every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you would pick, Joy? Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. Sense of self is important. I don't mm-hmm. want to lose that when it rains. I don't like yeah. the rain anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like rain? No. Why don't you like the rain? Because sometimes it thunders and I'm scared. I'm scared of a lot of stuff, okay? That's okay. What if it's non-thundering rain? Yeah, it's eh. just a light rain. No, eh. just I love rain. Oh, I know. I love it too. Yeah. I think it's like so romantic and soothing. Only if it's a warm rain. I really like, if it's a cold rain, then it's like, you <laughs> no. can't even dance it's gotta be a cold rain. <laughs> it's gotta be warm cold. Rain, like, I'm okay with rain in the dark when I'm asleep. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> when I don't have to actually touch it or yeah, see if it. If I'm not interacting good. with it in any way, that's fine. <laughs> Another fun fact, I can't sleep during the rain. Like, it wakes me oh. up. <laughs> so, you Not can every time it rains, I'll think of sleeping. you, and it's going to yeah. be sad. You're going to text me, are you awake? And, like, immediately after. I, know. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just love that CA intentionally chose all of these, and yet all, every single one would be going, oh. <laughs> 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 that keeps happening. <laughs> but it's not as, we're, like, laughing after the awe. Like, it's true. <laughs> it's got to be a cold rain because then when you come in mm-hmm. from warm rain you feel like you're out in the humidity forever yeah then it feels it's it's sticky it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. um yeah. i like i agree i i personally i love rain mm-hmm. um i love going to sleep listening to it so one of the like playlists on my phone is literally just rain uh i love thunderstorms i love all of that because uh, yeah. that brings up childhood memories mm-hmm. um and i similarly to several people here i walk into a room and then uh especially if this will happen at my parents house i'll walk into a room and then i'll look at my mom and then i'll walk right back out because i can't remember why i came into the room and she just starts laughing she's mm-hmm. like 
it's ridiculous. She's like, now you get it. You used to give me so much crap for it, but now you get it. Like, yep. <laughs> I don't remember why I came in here. I can't find my phone. Where did I put my, oh, I'm holding it. Never mind. Like, <laughs> like I have to go stand in the doorway for a second. Yep. For a second. <laughs> oh, I like to do like the legit walking backwards and doing the opposite thing that I did, like doing everything backwards. I'm totally that person. I end up running into many walls, but maybe it jogs my memory sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, I purposely don't have pockets on my pants because every time I try to walk through a door, it's stuck on that stupid little clip for yes! where the door jam oh, goes no. every yes! time. And because I'm going so fast, usually I end up swinging into the door every time. And that Ooh. is why to this day I do not wear pockets. <laughs> because apparently I'm very Polish and <laughs> just my, my hips don't lie. So I hit do it every give, time. Do not give uh, the queen of mimics a pocket. <laughs> no, no, that is a fact. Because but. dimensions. I don't know what that's Dimensions. Door, dimensional doors? <laughs> that's that's, Ooh, the, that's, that's the name one. of this this episode Pop dimensional dimensions. doors <laughs> sock puppets and dimensional doors yep. there was a time i wanted to be a storm chaser i thought that was going to be like yeah. an awesome career it was definitely i did not want to see cows flying <laughs> yeah well, i wanted i wanted to be a tornado chaser for a very long understandable time. yeah scary I still want, I was actually before uh, getting on the call with CA, I was watching, uh, there's a YouTuber named Picos Hank that mm -hmm. he'll, like, he does year round, he'll travel around the world and uh, he does mainly tornadoes and stuff, but I was watching it and like he does photography and he'll talk about um, different critters he'll run into, so, you know, stuff Maxine would definitely like, um, and then he talks about the storms and he's just got this amazing footage and stuff and I just I love it I'm like oh that's so cool but I would never be able to do it because I had panic so I watched the movie Twister in a drive-in and it was too much for me oh, <laughs> it was intense oh, it was that. a good movie that. but it was intense mm -hmm. those belts should not have worked I don't I don't believe in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either I don't think that's no yeah, that was one of my top three job choices. I thought that would have been really cool. But mm -hmm. I didn't end up doing it. All right. So our last question for our gaming segment. I have misplaced. Okay. Would you rather be able to run as fast as a cheetah or fly, but only as fast as a tortoise? Cheetah speed. Why would you pick cheetah? Because I don't like the idea of flying enough to want to do it slowly. <laughs> yeah I'm not a huge flying person I like to keep my feet on the ground so I would definitely be as fast as a cheetah I would also do that because I like visiting my friends and it would be so much easier if you could run there or fly there run there mm -hmm. I would also do the cheetah just because it's also... I like to do the cheetah it sounds I like, like, to like do a the cheetah. I'm gonna do the cheetah like the Egyptian <laughs> but the cheetah um, I mean I, I do love the idea of flying um, even though I'm not a super huge oh. fan of heights, I do love the idea of flying, but I mean, again, the running gag in my family is I am not a fast runner. Um, I've told them if we ever have a zombie apocalypse, just leave me. I'll <laughs> the distraction. I'll never leave you. You're crazy. You'll battle at the end. You know, rule number one is cardio. I don't have it. <laughs> I'm a sprinter. I'm not a long distance yeah, runner. Same. Same. So, I it would be nice to know that. what, like, the, like, to how to actually run would be, like, do it well, <laughs> right? Instead of my dad and my mom maybe poking fun at me while I run, you know? Oh. I love you if you're listening. <laughs> the love is real. <laughs> All right. So, that brings us to the end of our gaming segment. So, we're going to go around. And say where we can find everyone. Uh, let's start off with Joy. Hi, um, I'm Joy. You can find me um, where you get your podcasts under What That Dungeon Do. I play Autumn. Uh, on Friday nights, you can watch me stream on Soul Bear RPG's Twitch channel. Uh, we stream from 9 to 11 Eastern. Otherwise, on Twitter, I live tweet my games. So follow me at DireFoxicorn and shenanigans. All right, Jordan. Um, hi, I'm Jordan uh, at D&D &D Jordan Lee on uh, Twitch and on Twitter. 
Uh, I can usually be found on the Threadrayer Discord or uh, so Maddie's Discord as well. Um, currently, I am playing Allison Whisperwin in uh, so our Geek Attack game, which airs so on the Threadreader channel on Tuesday nights at 9.30 uh, to 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. Um, that would be at night. Um, and yeah, just kind of running around. Uh, usually I can be found somewhere. I'll find you. <laughs> you will always find I'll me. I'll find you. I will nah. find you. <laughs> I feel like at the very intro to this podcast, you're I will find you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're going to hear. For sure. That's really happening. (laughs) All right. I'm going to find you. Hi, guys. No. Hi. Uh, I'm Maxine Bachman, also known as That Girl at That Place, into which you can find me pretty much everywhere and everywhere at Ma- uh, That Girl at That Place, except for Instagram, because they're silly and won't let me use that name. So there I am, Lady Skyburn. Um, you can also find me at the upcoming PAX East uh, in Boston. I'll be there. Come get the hugs. Uh, if you cannot find me walking around, which would be odd, I, I'm I'm rather... Okay, I'm tiny. Never mind, you wouldn't see me. <laughs> I was like, I'll be in cosplay. It'll be all great. I was like, nah, I don't know what I'll be doing. I still, ha- I, I don't have my life that planned out. Let's be real. Um, but you can find me at Norse Foundry booth. Uh, I will be there. I don't have my hours yet, so I don't know when, but I will be there. Um, and uh, www.nerdychicken.ca, where I sell owlbear dice bags. Oh, they're yes. so cute. So go get some. They're cute. And I love them. <laughs> Dude, that flap is his little flappy arm. For those that can't see. Yeah, they can't see. Yeah. But the owlbear is totally all up in the screen, waving its tiny little fuzzy arms. Buy me. <laughs> Frantically. Buy me. Buy me. <laughs> <Rawr>. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I am Chaotic Anarchy, but don't forget the extra A, it's kind of like Anarchy. And you can find me in the Twitterverse on Twitch. I don't have any shows, but I am here on the podcast, so you can hear me every week if you want. And uh, we also have a couple conventions coming up, so you can always meet me there. I know I just got my Gen Con ticket. Yeah. I'm super hyped for that. Gen Con! Next you're going. And don't forget, we also have the One Drop for Flint charity event coming up at the end of February, February 28th to March 1st. We have lots of gaming fun for you, not just Dungeons and Dragons, but we also have like Starfinder and Star Wars and And a bunch of Savage anime. Yeah, Yeah, Savage Savage Worlds this time, which is the first time we've ever streamed that. So that's pretty cool. And all of it goes towards Flint, Michigan, all of your donations. And we actually did a fundraiser before for One Drop for Flint. And that was to help bring bottled water to the community. And this time we are actually raising money to get filters for homes. So that way it's a little bit easier for those who don't have access to clean water. So mm-hmm. hopefully you will come out to see us and we'll keep you updated on some of the shows that are coming out. And Yay. we'll have some interviews from people who will also be a part of that event as well. So, so much for being here. Yay! Heart hands, hands of the heart. Have a good night, everyone.